Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want, or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit him up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y, Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't care what nobody say. Woo Radio is the best radio station, period. All right? And I said that, and I meant that. <laughs> You're listening to Big Woo Big Radio. Radio. Yo, welcome back to the program Off Topic Sports. This is my man DJ Cool. Appreciate him for that drop right there. His new joint is called Cha Cha Cha. Gonna be another club banger for y'all. Go check it out. All right, so we was uh, we were talking about um, uh, the the bubble, the NBA bubble, and the fans, and how much of a genius I am, and stuff like that, and uh, also the NFL. Uh, but NFL, along with NFL, and, and what helps us to follow along with a lot of you know teams that we don't really follow, is the fantasy football, and you know it's it's around that time. Or some some people have already had their draft and usually have their draft by now. Um, but I don't see, I don't feel the excitement or. Or the enthusiasm, people be usually sending me emails or links or whatever to join um, their fantasy football league. But I don't know. Uh, let me start with you on this one, Donnie. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's that enthusiasm for that fantasy football this year uh, with the unknown of what's going to happen with football with the NFL. I know more than likely that they're going to have a, a, a season, but. Um, is anybody around in your circle and which is, you know, a lot of us right here on the radio, but, uh, is there any excitement, uh, outside of us, uh, with fantasy football for you? Absolute zero. Until you mentioned it <laughs> a little while ago, I have a fantasy football season and it's just because this 2020 has been off. So yeah. everything is off. Like you said, if I don't get an email reminder of it, I'm not thinking about it because as of now, we are still uncertain as to if there even is going to be a season, much less yeah. who all is playing. So, um, no, I haven't gotten excited about it. Even during normal seasons, I prefer a later draft. I like to see a few preseason games before I um, pick my team, you know, to see who, you know, just to see what the guys are looking like, how the team is gelling, blah, blah, blah. Sure. As opposed to those, you know, early drafts. 
So I wouldn't, with, with the fact that we don't even know who's going to play, where they're going to play, or if they're going to play, I'm definitely not excited as of right now anyway. So to answer your question, no, absolutely zero. Nobody in my circle has brought it up. I haven't thought about it. And it's just that, you know, it's 2020 in a nutshell. Everything is off right about now. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had someone reach out to me just last night about, uh, fantasy football and was I going to participate or not? And I was like, yeah, I'll participate. And this is a money league, you know, so it's, this is going to cause money. So, I mean, before I jump into the money league and give you some money, I need to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Cause <laughs> I, I won last year. I won the money last year. So I need to be, I need to be on point. I ain't trying to lose my money back. So, yeah, no uh, so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of skeptical about it. Uh, JT, how, how do you feel about the uh, fantasy football and and getting ready for that and preparing for that? Are are, are you in excitement or just curious of what's going on, what's going to happen? And it's kind of a bland moment. Uh, I've seen the same message that you seen last night, and it was really the first time it it really crossed my mind. I was like, man, yeah. can't really prep for it, and, and not really excited about it because. <laughs> just trying to figure out what's going on if it's going to be a season so for me man it's kind of like uh, it's a wait and see thing maybe maybe when we get closer maybe it'll it'll be really uh, a little bit more of a reality but right now, right now man it's so it, it just that whole fantasy football thing seems like at a distance yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm with you uh big Les, what do you think what do you think about fantasy football you, you excited have you have you joined the league yet or are you just waiting holding out to see what goes on be honest with y'all, man. I'm not even excited about football. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, I ain't really even excited about sports. Like, there's so much wow. other stuff going on that it's just hard to even. I mean, you're always on your toes about something, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, so I think a lot of people's stress levels are definitely increasing. Everybody's trying to do other things to cope with the stress, and so. Um, I, to be honest with you, like I've seen some NBA games, but I don't get excited about it. I'm not even excited about football, and it's almost to the point where if there's no season, I'd be cool with it. Like I'm, I wouldn't be tripping about it. I don't, I don't know, but that's just where I am right now. That when the season, now when that time of year come in the fall, and you know, I could feel differently. But right now, yeah. I ain't really thought too cent about it. And I think that is a way a lot of people feel. You know, at first we thought, oh, no, it's not going to be no football. It's not going to be no NBA. They're canceling everything. What are we going to do without sports? Oh no. oh, no, the world is ending. And then we went, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all right without it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just find it. You, you just adapt like we always do as human beings. We just adapt. And not to mention all the other stuff that is, is going on. Like you said, Big Les, I mean, outside of sports, it's like we, we already got enough on our plate to – and sports just don't doesn't seem as important as we thought it was, as most people thought it was, you know, when we were losing it all. The baseball was good, basketball, football, everything was going away. And we thought the world was ending. We thought we was going to have to go hang ourselves or something uh, because we weren't going to have any sports. And then, you know, you have all these other things in the world that started happening that make sports seem smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, granted, I'm, I'm I, you know, e- even before COVID, I mean, I was I was more of when the NBA came around, I was a 
you know, I watched it when I could. I watched it, you know, if it was on, if I was somewhere and it was on and I, I'd watch it. But I didn't go out of my way to watch games like back in the day when Chicago was going to play or when I was a big Philadelphia fan with the with the, when when they had Dr. J, you know, I wanted to make sure I knew what when the games was coming on, what channel they was going to be on and all that. It's, it's, so I've, I haven't been that type of an NBA fan for a while. But looking at the few games that I've been watching uh, the past couple of days, I'm like, man, yeah, I, I'm I, I really enjoy you know watching basketball. Um, but I can I can go without. I can do without it. I don't you know if they would have said we're not gonna we're not gonna bring the season back, I, I would have been fine. As I think most people are now at this point when it comes to you know whether it be football or baseball or hockey or whatever, I think people are like, you know, sports is what sports should have always been and it shouldn't have been as important in our life as it had been, you know, for some people. And um, I think that's what COVID and the, this this quarantine, this whole thing um, made us realize that there is way more important things than NFL and NBAs, way more important things to do and things to to get into and to focus our attention on. And and when it comes back, I think you know people going to you know relish in it when it when it comes back and it's going to be back to normal. But it's good to know that it doesn't dominate our life um, the way we thought or some people thought it did or could. And I think that's a good thing in the long run for humanity, you know, and, and the next time that, you know, the owners try to hold the fans hostage for whatever reason, uh, like to build a stadium, we won't build a stadium. We're going to take your tax dollars to do it. People going to be like, oh, no, the hell you ain't, you know, but before it was like, oh, yeah, we could get our team a new stadium and they'll play better. And this, that people ain't going to give a damn about that no more. Um so yeah, I just wanted to get y'all's uh, thoughts on that, and um, I, I had something uh, else. You Go ahead. That, um, you 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 brought up a bigger point that you didn't you realize just now, um, and and starting with less. Like once the interest is gone, so too is the money. Yeah. And the NBA definitely is walking a fine line that they have to be you know concerned about that because even if we let's just say we stayed at the pace we are right now and we you know we played in this bubble for the next 5 or 7 years those 200 million dollar Steph Curry and James Harden contracts ain't getting paid because it's no you know the TV deal will still be the same, but you're not getting that stadium money. And they don't realize how much they rely on that as well. And then, of course, obviously, like even the T-shirt sales and all of that associated with it goes down. And then the more and more the interest goes down and we do stop watching, the TV contract becomes less valuable. The players start getting paid less. We're not giving our tax dollars to build stadiums. Um, the NBA, the sport, American sports period, because they have been exposed as to being not as important as we initially thought, are all actually lightweight in danger due to this COVID and, you know, the surrounding circumstances. Because once the dollars dry up and you don't get that corporate sponsorship money because, you know, they, they don't, you're not running as many commercials because you ain't playing as many games and it ain't as many, you know, I can't run my billboard at your stadium because your stadium is empty like once yeah. that money dries up, you know, you get no James Harden contracts, no Steph Curry contracts. And the the players, before they do sell their little fancy stadiums, they're going to, you know, penny pinch the players long before that. So, yeah. you know, it's a, you know, you didn't realize what you bought up, but it's definitely a, um, a, a much bigger, you know, things in motion going on right now if 
we don't get our sports back school yeah, and the people don't get interested in them. Yep, I didn't because I didn't just realize that until until Big Les said what he said, and then I went, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. I, I could care less uh, to, to, for the most part. Yeah, I, I want to be entertained and like anybody else, but I, it's, it's not something that you know. Like when I would get off work and I, I want to hurry home and, and and watch the Sunday game with the Cowboys. You know what I mean? I don't, it's, it's, okay, if they on, they on, whatever, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but I think what owners will do at that point, Donnie, when that when that money started to, uh, not coming in of the fans and being in the stadium, those, those people that are linking in for free to watch the game right now in the bubble, if that continues, that link in won't be free anymore. <laughs> they, they will charge you to watch these games so they can get that yeah. money. You know, so you're gonna have to be a diehard fan, and then but you but now you got the majority of people like us, which I wouldn't have never paid for nothing like that anyway. But you remember back in the day how they used to 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 say that the only way you're gonna be able to watch college games is gonna be pay per view. You're gonna have to pay to watch, and the NFL you're gonna pay to watch, and they still have those. They have the Sunday ticket and the the, the college football ticket and the base and all that. They have that, but you know they they're not getting as much money from that as they you know, would have hoped. But now with this new, with this, you know, enlightenment with us, you know, now it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to pay, you know, $500 for two tickets to go watch a game. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, so that's going to be, that's going to be hard, especially for football because they have less games and they have bigger stadiums that they have to fill. So, We'll see. We'll see what well, goes down. If you think about it, if you think about it, they already got that. The NBA league passed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they got the NBA yeah, league passed. So you figure people who paying for that now all of a sudden are going to pay more money to watch games. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening because people are struggling for money. Yeah, yeah. It's a struggle. You know, so it's going to hurt all the way around. I mean, the only thing that's going to save it is a vaccine that I have no plans of taking. That's that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, JT, you got an over and under for us? Yep. All right, hold tight. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. All right, brother, what you got for us today on the Over and Under? All right, cool, man. It's another genius moment here on Big Woo Radio. Shout out to my man, Bruce George, the genius of common movement. I cannot find the audio, but I said it here on this program. The Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson fighting, and now they are going to fight September the 12th. <laughs> and I might not be excited about nothing else, but I am excited about this fight for one reason and one reason only is because we said it on this program. Mm. Um, and I remember being a, a huge Mike Tyson fan when I was, when I was coming up, um, I was in awe of that, you know, that moment in time. And I think for me personally, because Floyd, for me, Floyd, what Mayweather kind of ruined the sport of boxing for me, I'm kind of excited to see, even if it's an exhibition, eight rounds over the hill, there's still some excitement to me because I'm way more excited 
for this fight than I and than I have been for any other any Mayweather fight, whatever. This right here brings me back to the core of what boxing and that whole thing of that excitement to see a boxing match. So my question to y'all is this. Any excitement for Tyson and uh Jones Junior and not not because it's gonna be an example of what fighting should be like, but just the aura of what you know, looking forward to what what boxing in its heyday was, big yeah. matchups and um just the whole excitement about that. So, you know, how do y'all feel about just the aura of it? Yeah, let me let me uh let me start by saying, um Mike Tyson, kudos to Mike Tyson and Roy, but uh, man, <laughs> I like I like both of these dudes. But if Mike Tyson, if they having a press conference and Mike Tyson ain't talking junk, and Roy Jones ain't talking junk to each other, and making me believe that they want to knock each other's head off, or maybe even uh, like Mike Tyson said, eat somebody's babies. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in it. I'm not in it. I need. I need that whole experience. I need the from beginning from the the comp, the press conference where they may actually almost fight each other and look like they're gonna try to fight each other. And Mike Tyson look like he just ready to take somebody's head off. And and Roy ain't, ain't making some kind of you know jokes or, or, or talking junk. I'm not. I'm not gonna be down with it. I don't want to see Mike Tyson in the interview talking about. I really like. I really like Roy. He, he, he's a friend of mine, and I don't want to have to hurt him. I. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the crying Mike. I don't want to hear that. I want the fighting Mike Tyson. I don't want the crying Mike Tyson. He's just so emotional and and high all the time. I don't. I don't want that Mike in the ring. I want. The, I want the Mike in the ring that is trying to kill Roy Jones. And I want the Roy Jones that's in there trying to, you know, pepper Mike with, you know, with jabs and just running around and dancing and just trying to, you know, I, I need them at their at their original. I know they're older and they don't move like they used to. So Roy ain't going to dance too much. But I think Roy is in good shape enough to dance around Mike for, for, for you know, five or six rounds. But uh, if, they, if they're not bringing that, then no, I'm not interested. I don't want to see it. Donnie? <laughs> well... With that being said, I think I'm somewhere in between you and JT on this one. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know how the fight is going to be. And either way, I'm, I'm somewhat excited for it. because I don't know if it is going to be straight exhibition, just out there tiptoeing around, playing around, trying not to hurt each other, because both of these men are definitely up there in age. But um, And I don't want to see either one of them stretched out on the campus, which is, you know, if I had to take my pick on that, I would say that would be Roy Jones. Because you cannot change the fact that even with his old age, Iron Mike Tyson still hits extremely hard. And I'm like JT. I haven't been excited about boxing in years. I grew up, you know, in that even when even the small guys fought Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, um, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin, uh, you know, Hector Macho Camacho, Dagon Tommy Hearns. I mean, everybody, they, they fought. They all threw them hands out there. And so these two guys take me back to to that essence, so to speak, like JT said. And I like that about it. I Even though they're old and over the hill, I want to see this fight more so than I have any other fight in, shoot, since in the last 20 years. Because I like like JT said, I wasn't a, the biggest – I wasn't a Floyd Mayweather fan at all. And I never was excited about any other fight except for the first – you know, when him and Pacquiao fought, I – 
it was five years too late, but I was hoping I would see Pacquiao knock him out somehow. But other than that, I, you know, I haven't been excited about many boxing matches, Deontay Wilder, any of them guys, um, even though they're, they're, they're pretty good fighters. They just don't, you know, if I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, I don't. And this one, I'm definitely going to make sure I see it. I um, don't know where I'm, I stand on it. Cause like I said, I, the part of me wants to see a slug fest. If not, why am I watching it? But I also don't want to see either one of them dudes laid out in the, with a coma. <laughs> and I think that's what's going to be happening if they go hard, but I'm definitely going to tune in. I want to see it, and um, you know, I can't. I, 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 and I'd much rather this one than Mike and Holyfield because Holyfield did not look even close to ready yeah. when he tried to make his little comeback video. Mm. Oh my God, Holyfield! <laughs> Big Les, what you think? Well, I'm gonna say it like this: Am I excited? Nah. Am I interested? Of course. Yeah. And I, it's been more interest with this fight than any other fight. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the videos or interviews, but I just saw this morning an interview with Sugar Ray Leonard and Mike Tyson. And I'm going to paraphrase what Mike Tyson said. <laughs> I hope I can get this to come out right. He said, he said that back in the day, he said he tried to get rid of that guy because he doesn't like that guy anymore. But he said he, he said he, he was an animal and he was that dude. He said, but now he's trying to be the man of humbleness. And as he was saying this, I'm sorry to say, yes, he did start to cry. And he said, this is why I'm crying. Because he said, I don't want to be this guy. And he said, I also feel like a bitch when I am this guy. And he said, there's that animal that's still in me that I want to come out. And Lord behold, when he come out, for, the, for, what, for whatever reason, it's going to be all bad. Now, that's what he said. Now... And you could tell when he said it because the look on Sugar Ray Leonard's face was like, oh, shit. You know, so <laughs> um, that was one part. Now, they also interviewed him on first take, and I heard him say that that they were that he was going to bother. Now, I've seen Roy Jones' tape. I've seen, <clears throat> I've seen uh, Tyson's tape. Tyson hit that man in the body, man. And if he ain't, if I hope Roy, I mean, I, I hope Roy is in shape. That's all I'm going to say. The other thing is, I've seen Roy's tape, and Roy's hands are fast. Mm. He still got fast hands, but, he, you know, he, he you can't stand in front of Mike because and, and, Mike is coming. He still yeah. got that bob and weaving and all that stuff. You know, and my last point is what George Foreman said, and this is really how I feel. I like both of them. Now, if Tyson was going after Wilder or Fury, I hope he beat the snot out of him because I don't – none of their fights even entertain me at all. If Tyson yeah. was going, I would really watch that. But Foreman said that the biggest thing is, man, he said he hopes that these guys don't get hurt. And I don't want to see neither one of them hurt. Yeah. You know, they, you know, I can understand the exhibition. I can understand what Mike Tyson's trying to do. He's also trying to, he's trying to bring back a lot of older guys. And like, I think he's got Jerry Rice and them playing flag football and um, mm. a lot of guys doing some stuff. So I, I really like that part. But boxing is another beast. You know, Absolutely. and I, I just don't want to see none of them hurt. And the way Tyson was punching and the way Roy Jones looked, man, I, he, all right, we'll see. <laughs> we shall, we but, shall see because that's, uh, that man said he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to bring that animal out because he feel like he's a bitch. <laughs> 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 he, he, I, hey man, y'all got to find it, man. <laughs> and, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> it's him and Sugar yeah, Ray, right? Him and Sugar Ray? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm going to look that up. Because if Mike going to give me some some resemblance of that beast that he was, you know, even if it's just in the interview, just give me that in, not the interview, but the press conferences. Like when they had a little press conference and they 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 squaring up to each other, give me that. You know, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, and if you get in the ring and you look like an old dude and y'all barely swinging at each other, I, I I'll get past that. You know, I'll get past that and give me a couple good blows to the to the body or something, Mike, and, and a couple quick st- couple quick uh um uh two pieces to Mike's head from Roy. Uh, you know, I'm good with that. You know, I don't want these guys got to and murder each other, but but I need that I need that build up, that excitement because you know all the Mike's fights, it was a build up. You know, most of the, most of the box all the, the fights back in the day, there was a build up to it. You know, and it turned out to be a dud because Mike was gonna knock somebody out in the first round anyway. But but the build up was great because Mike was just crazy he was just a crazy person and then you know Roy before the fight if he come out to to some some music and he dancing or he do his little song or something he got a new song or something he's singing then you know it's it's the show for me with these guys at this point that's that's what I want to see like they did back in the day I know we ain't gonna get much from them in the ring but at least give me that that excitement that build up and I'm and I'm okay with that right there all right, man. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, easier. JT. I think, it would be, I think it would be easier, too, if both of those guys might be fighting somebody we didn't like. Yeah. And I think yeah. we it would be a lot better. Then we wouldn't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was Mike Tyson versus somebody we didn't like, right. we would all root for Mike, and, and we'd be cool with that. But we, we kind of like both of them, and we don't Absolutely. want them to get hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think they felt like they needed this to – I guess to draw the people in to have both of these guys because there's two two big names on the ticket. I don't know, but go ahead, JT. No, I was gonna say um, if you check Mike Tyson out on IG, you see the animal is present and all this pre pre fight hype is gonna be interesting. Mm. Um, and I still got tight. I got Tyson in five, and he's gonna knock Rose Jones Rose Jones out. Period. Um, <laughs> that Mike Tyson was just a little bit of what Mike Tyson was back in the day. Is a wrap. You can't handle all that. That's elbows and even the bite too. I mean, yeah, that's still much. there. <laughs> and I'm telling what, what what's gonna happen. But before we get out of here, woo! I gotta ask Donnie this because I know he a hip hop head. Donnie, I want to know who you got Thursday night. Are you rolling with Two Chains or are you going with Rick Ross? Ooh, man! I've had this discussion already with a couple of people, and what they fail to realize. Well, let me say this first. I got Rick Ross. Uh, Rick Ross just—he's a—he's um, a Billboard success. He has hit records that are widely recognized, you know, even outside of the hip hop genre. You know, you've accidentally heard a Rick Ross song. Yeah. But what people don't realize is you quietly—you accidentally heard a Two Chainz song or two. You might not have liked it, but. Two chains got some hits, and so I'm yeah. very interested to see how it, it all depends on how Two Chains does the matchup because mm. he can't outlast Rick Ross in, in total number of songs. But if they go in 10, 15 rounds, oh, he got enough. But you just got to match the perfect song to Rick Ross after he plays blah blah blah. You got to play such and such, right. and you can't just you can't have your hit list already predetermined what you want to go into playing. No, you got to go blow for blow for what he playing to make the people realize, oh, snap, I forgot Two Chains had that. And I know what, what. 
when that um I'll be fresh as hell when the feds watching, I'm gonna lose my mind when that was dropped. So I, all I got to say is I think Ross gonna get him, but watch out for chains, don't sleep on him. Yeah, yeah, two chain. Two chain. I love watching two chains on most expensive If y'all ain't never seen that show. That, that boy, all he do oh, is yeah, get great show. He, oh, that's a great I show. That. I, I, yeah. that show. I DVR that show, man, because that boy, he it was one episode, <laughs> Donnie, where he was on there. He was so high they had to stop taping. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. he's like, he give a, give me a minute, give me a minute. We need to. They had to stop taping the yeah, because he was smoking air dipping into that oil stuff. That they yeah, had. they, they had like, fu- yeah, he had the oil on it, and he, then then he was eating the food that was that was laced in weed. It was uh-huh. like he was just I'll, gone. He bit off more than he could do. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Two chains. I, I like me some two chains. He should play a partner. Two chain. All right, y'all. That was it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, like, uh, JJ Fan. That's it. That's it. How many numbers? Numbers? Yeah, we out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, check us out Tuesday night, man. We got the <laughs> we got the brutally honest show. With the poet that got us, JB, Mister Two Ninety Nine. We got uh Friday the Florida Poetry Show with Nima Shining Star L and JT and myself, and we got we got big things coming up, man. With uh, your boy J Lock and uh, Mister Dark Eye. Uh, top five is what's called. And JT, tell the, tell the people about it before we get out of here. Yeah, man. August 24th, we've created our own verses. We're going top five to celebration of music. And the first matchup will be uh, Jay Locke versus Mr. Dark Eye, August 24th on IG Live, Big Woo Radio, New Soul Music. And um, Jay Locke SMG uh, presents that 8 p.m. August 24th. You don't want to miss it. The guys are amped up, they're getting their stuff together. And we looking forward to it too, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be historical. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be incredible. All right, man. That's it on behalf of my man James JT Thompson, Donna's Donnie Martin, JB Mister Two Ninety Nine, Nima Shadow Star L, the Poetic Goddess Nyana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Pastor Fight, Kendra D, Big Woo, Big Woo Radio, Peace. God bless. We out. Now you ready for Look, I fall back in order to avoid contamination. The game is full of garbage. Nothing about it that's motivate. I listen to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at 94. So my brother, You're listening to Big know that Big Radio. They're forced to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but their razor sharp flow. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. 
I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.